Welcome back to In the Outside with Vincent Ramirez. Previously on part two of my interview with Kilana Spiller. And the process was stressful as hell. That's what it was. I was, it was to the point where I was going to the club and my mom, like I was going to gay clubs and shit like that and my mom had no idea. Yeah, when I first came out, I would, I would, sneak clothes you know like i would go out in girly clothes <laughs> and and the, the the bit i do about telling my, my mom you know that i'm that i was a lesbian or whatever she really did say like you are my daughter like I've, I've i've been knowing this i'm just waiting on you to come tell me and now part three of my interview with kilana spiller now is there any family members that you maybe you've been open with or out to that i mean I live in Texas and, you know, pretty wide variety of families. So it's, you know, you come across different people's personalities that um, may not be comfortable, completely comfortable with it. Has that been the case for you? I mean, it sounds like you said your sisters have been supportive, your mom's been supportive. And uh, you mentioned you also had a brother too, right? Yeah, my brother, he's fine with it. Um, the only person who's, who's like really said anything about it uh, would be my dad. But I don't give a damn about his opinion anyway, so. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he um what did he say? When I told him I had a girlfriend, he was like, nah, you, no you don't, no you don't. You ain't got no girlfriend. I'm like, okay, how you gonna tell me oh, <laughs> how you gonna tell me what I have, sir? But yeah, he he's he's still the kind he's the type to say, um, he don't wanna hear about it, you know, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But it's it's cool. Like I said, we don't really have a relationship anyway, so Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's all good. So, you know, outside of your comedy and um, the women's football that you participate in with your full-time job, I mean, uh-huh. have you always been, you know, just out and open in the jobs that you've had? Or has it been kind of uh, situations that have been different? You know, because, you know, you mentioned before that when you were at Tyson, but that was in that was in Pine Bluff. And so since you've been here in yeah. Dallas. Yeah, I've always been out and open. I've, I've never had to really hide it from anybody. Well, it, it, you know, the people worth hiding it from were the people I don't I don't feel comfortable telling. It's only my grandmother. So pretty much, I mean, I got I got the, the other important people crossed off. So I don't care what nobody else say. You know, it's to the point. Yeah, it's like this is who I am. Well, so. if you want, I can send her a copy of this recording. We could just <laughs> oh break God. the ice. I'm just kidding. No, she's not on Facebook, but we're good. <laughs> she might be listening to podcasts at home. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I get a call immediately. Yes. <laughs> you know, like with, um, you know, you adapting that personal life into your comedy routines and kind of putting that information out there. Has the audience has always been perceptive of it? Like, I mean, they are, I should say receptive of it. Um, have they been, you know, have you ever experienced anything when it comes to like, you know, you know, I don't know if backlash. I mean, you know, imagine in comedy shows, you get people that are massively mm-hmm. drunk and just, you know, can be rude and obnoxious. So um, it depends. It depends on the audience. I've, I've played a all black older audience before. And a lot of them kind of tense up when I talk about my sexuality. Mm-hmm. But um, it's just it's a part of it's a part of my my routine. So regardless if they tense up or not, they gonna hear it, you know. But I I I did a show in um, Shreveport, Louisiana, and that's it was like an older black audience, and they kind of like, huh. You could just feel the energy oh. kind of tighten up, yeah. But I I brought I brought them back, <laughs> you yeah. know. I, I kept I kept going, went on to the next joke, next joke. 
because I kind of, I like to do it. If I talk about my sexuality, I like to bring it back with some, I, I like to backdoor with something about my family or some family stuff. I mean, because a lot of people can relate to that. So a lot of people really can't relate to or um, understand, you know, gay people or, you know, they, they, they just, re they really don't understand it. They don't want to understand it. So. Right. Or in some cases they believe in that stereotype. So it's, you know, that's been maybe their only exposure to, to gay people and like what they see on TV sometimes. So. Right. Right. So they, <clears throat> they're not really knowledgeable about it <clears throat> and how, how we still battle with certain stuff too. Yeah. They think, Oh, you gay. <clears throat> so I, I, sometimes I think people don't look at us as human. Yeah. If that, if that makes sense. No, it does. It makes, it makes plenty of sense. It's, uh, um, I, you know, my own personal experiences too, that I've had where, whether it was to family and it kind of had to, yeah, just kind of say, you know, I'm, I'm still me, <laughs> you know, I still, I still gotta, yeah. pay, still gotta pay bills. I still gotta, you know, uh, go to work the next day. It doesn't, you know, my life isn't, right. you know, it doesn't just stop there, you know. So yeah, and I, I <clears throat> and the way people, the way some people react, I'm kind of convinced that they just think, um, gay people like we just sit up and have sex all day or some shit. Yeah, like <laughs> that's all. <they> <laughs> We don't? What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. No house over now. <laughs> but no, they they just think that's all like that's all it that's all it consists of is just sex and 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 I don't know, flirting with people all day and being sluts. I'm like, man, it's more to it. We just, we just like you. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I really do think it's uh very courageous of you to to be one, a, a female comedian. Um, and, and doing the things that you're doing and, you know, just being out in the open about it because I, you know, that's very inspiring for people. I mean, there are a lot of people that, uh, who are out there that, that struggle with that, you know, their own sexual orientation and, um, uh -huh. you know, someone like yourself that just puts it out there and says, Hey, I'm, I'm living my life. Um, I'm proud of it. Um, uh, it says a lot to the, the type of person that you are. And I think it's, yeah, I just want to definitely say it's very courageous of you. Thank you. Thank you. It was, it, it's never been, <clears throat> I was going to say it, it, it's never been really that hard, but, but thank you because it, this, this me is what I know. So what advice, um, you know, would you give somebody that was maybe, you know, struggling with their sexual orientation? I mean, what, what is there anything that you, that you think that you, that you could give advice on? Um, just, just be you and be happy. You know, whatever, whatever, whatever makes you happy. I know that's cliche, but it really, it really is that simple. I mean, you, you might lose friends. You might have family members who don't talk to you because of your decision. But at the same time, you have to live, you have to live for yourself. And even if, even if you don't have it all the way figured out, I mean, if you feel, feel this way, you know, if you don't think that you'll be a lesbian or, or if you don't, if you feel like you're not going to be gay five years down the line, six years down the line, I mean, living your truth at that moment. Cause I mean, I mean, it, it is what it is. God, God can change people. Mm -hmm. I think so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's, it's really good advice. Cause that's, I mean, I think at the end of the day, it's like everybody has a, you know, kind of that, uh, that, that right to happiness and, mm -hmm. uh, you know, not being truthful with oneself is, is, you know, it takes time for acceptance for a lot of people. So that's, that's really right. good advice. All right. Um, you know, not only your, you know, sexual orientation and everything that you have going on in life, who would you say maybe has been one of your, um, your biggest inspirations in your life? 
Um, I know we t- kind of talked about comedy and, and Kevin Hart being a big inspiration and things. Um, mm-hmm. Who else in your life has been a big inspiration? Uh, I would have to say my, uh, my one of my close friends, Odessa, the one that I mentioned earlier, Odessa Jenkins. This woman, like, I, I want you to meet her, too. She's she just, like, so fearless. She tells you what she's going to do. It's, it's, she don't, she don't, it's not like she's walking on eggshells. She don't tiptoe around what she wants. She tell you what she's going to do, and then she goes, she go and do it. She, um, when I met her, she, she told me she wants to be a coach in the NFL. She got an internship with the Atlanta Falcons last year. Wow. And, you know, she told me she want to own her own football team. She did that. I mean, it's just, it's just certain things like, like she is a, she's extremely confident and she inspires me that way. Like her confidence and she's so, so sure of herself. So I would, I would have to say Odessa. She's my biggest inspiration. All right. Well, I'll look forward to meeting her. That's uh, She sounds like a take charge type of person. and uh, She is. And she's a lesbian. And she, she'll go in and um, she's, the, um, she's the C, not the CFO. I can't remember her actual job title, but she's over the entire department, the um, customer relations department, in, you know, at my job or whatever. Okay. And, and she has a low haircut. Little, little, little stocky woman. You know, she, she, she cut lean, and she'll walk up and she'll walk in the boardroom and demand your attention. Oh wow! And she will, and she will get it right then and there. You know, and it's just, it's just so. That's how I want to. That's that's what I'm trying to be. Okay, that's uh, who I want. Yeah. Nice, nice. I will uh, definitely, uh, definitely need to, to set up some time and talk with Odessa. <laughs> she sounds like a, <laughs> she sounds like a cool person. Um, so what, with all the things you got going on, I mean, what have been some of the, what has been probably one of the best things that's happened in your life so far? Ooh. Getting this first, getting my first TV credit on Comedy Central. Yeah. I would think that would have to be, yeah, that would have to be the thing that I'm most proud of. And how, when, because, how long ago was that? That's because you, you're, you did, you're doing something with, or you've done something with Kevin Hart so far. Is that, well, that's. Yeah, that that's the show that I'm gonna be on, and it comes on Comedy Central. Okay, okay. That right, that right there alone, that just it basically confirms what I've been doing these this whole in this four years. It it lets me know like what you're doing. You're on you're on the right path. Just continue to get better. Continue to work hard and continue to grind. Yeah. So, uh, when, how did you make that connection with Kevin Hart? Because. Um, you your local Dallas comic. Um, mm-hmm. Was it just like during a show, or how did that re- how did that relationship uh-huh. occur? Well, um, this is the third season of Kevin Hart presents Heart of the City. So they had season one, and he's a local comic from here. His name is Alfred Kanger. He was on season one, and um, when when they they contacted him and say, "Hey, we're 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 on season three. We're we're hitting up Dallas because he was on." Season one, the Houston episode. Okay. So they contacted him and told him, "Hey, we uh want to have auditions there because we want to bring the show through Dallas. We want to get three nights, twenty one comics, and yeah, we just gonna audition." So this was back in April. So back in April, we they had the, the three day auditions. They sent the tape off to the producers at Heart of the City, and they selected the comics. Wow, and you're one of the yeah. selected, huh? That's mm-hmm. impressive. Man, like it was twenty one and they, they chose three. Wow, you must have knocked their socks off. 
Hey, when I tell you, I and man, that was that was probably my one of my top three performances right there. I put that in top three. The first one was when I headlined the Improv the first time last year. Um, the one in April that was like I just felt so good. You know what I'm saying? Have you ever you ever done something where you just knew you was like in the right place at the right time? Yeah. And you just feel it. Absolutely. That's like, yeah, that's exactly how I felt. I felt like like did nothing else matter in the world and what I was doing right then and there was where I was supposed to be. That is awesome. So you're you already have, you've currently have, I guess have shot the episodes that are going to be airing soon. Is that um is that accurate or is it Yeah, we 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 did the um so what it is is they show it's part stand up, part interview. So we did the stand up part in um, June. So I recorded my stand up set. You know, I, I did that part in June, and then they flew us out to LA in August, or beginning of August, August fifth through the eighth, to do the interview portion with Kevin Hart. So that's when I when I met him. In the past, they would do everything in one day. Like in the morning, they'll shoot with Kevin Hart do the interview, get some background information on the comics about the comedy scene in whatever city they're in. And then that night, that's when they do the, the stand-up part. But because he's on um, his Irresponsible tour and got all these other projects going on, they had to fly everyone from season three to L.A. And um, we did the interview portion at like a studio. Oh, that is so cool. So when, when will we be able to see these episodes air did i don't know if you mentioned that i'm sorry it, no i didn't it okay. um airs in december we don't have an actual date yet okay but uh yeah it airs in december okay so coming soon very cool well i'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, to seeing that that's awesome um and you're a big fan of his so i can only imagine that was probably pretty amazing getting to meet him man you i this the whole time i was just I was overthinking it. I was like, oh, my gosh, what am I going to say when I finally see him? I had my lines prepared. (laughs) I was like, this is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to get it off my chest. And as soon as I saw him, I was like, hey, how you you doing? My name is Kim. (laughs) Didn't get to say any of the stuff you prepped, right? (laughs) Right. You're just starstruck. Right, I kind of froze up a little bit, you know, because we just we the same, the exact same height, <laughs> and he he's not intimidating at all. He talks to you like he's been knowing you for years, man. Oh. He look at you, look at you in your eyes when you talk to him. He listen to what you're saying. So it was it was a dope experience, man. I can't wait to experience something like that again. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm mm-hmm. sure you, I'm sure you definitely will, and I look forward to seeing that. Uh, that that's gonna be awesome. Um, now, do you have any other projects or shows or anything that you'd like to promote or anything that you've got going on out there right now? Oh uh, yeah, October the 11th. This that's a month away, but still, I gotta get it out of plug that in. Yeah, because I'm I'm hosting my own show at the Arlington Improv. So they gave me a date. It's a Thursday. October the 11th, showtime is at 8 o'clock. Um, I, I call this my my give back show. I chose nice. some comics that gave me opportunities when I first started. Mm. So I got them and then two other new comics that, you know, that's, that, that's starting up. So it's going to be a fun show, man. I have um, Q Coleman, CJ Starr, um, 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 Lamar Jones charms and a comedian named woody wood and also uh doing doing a guest spot is alberta brightson so nice nice yeah it's, it's gonna be a fun show man and uh are tickets available now or people can yeah it'll be posted soon or 
Um, tickets are available at the Arlington Improv. Uh, I think it's improvarlington.com. Okay. Yeah, Im- improvarlington.com. Click on the calendar. Go to October. And October the 11th, you should see mine up there. Awesome. Awesome. Well, I'm definitely going to... I'm definitely going to be checking that out. That sounds like a lot of fun. And I I just want to thank you again. Uh, Before we wrap up, though, I do want to play a quick game of Would You Rather. Uh, We can play a couple of rounds. And uh, I'm just going to throw some questions out here to you. So Hit hit um, me, baby. Hit (laughs) me, baby. One more time. Let's go. All right. Here we go. Let's see. Would you rather have an attractive spouse with hideously annoying laugh or an attractive spouse who is hopelessly a bad dresser? Um, you already starting hard. I thought it was supposed to be a fun game. <laughs> bad dresser. A bad dresser. Bad dresser. Yeah, bad dresser. No, no, I was, I was saying I can't, I can't do anything about that laugh. But you know that that, that bad dresser, and I can, I can throw some input. You know, I say, hey, no, maybe you want to put this with that. Maybe you want to match this with this. You know. Uh, yeah, ch- kind of change them maybe in some shape or form to say, okay, this is an as bad as what you normally want to dress. But a laugh, you're right. You can't change that. It's and that. Right. Right. And that can wear then, out real quick. Eventually, <laughs> right. Then eventually, I'll just be single because I'm annoyed as hell with that laugh. <laughs> Would you rather look back at large amounts of money you've wasted or look back at having had very little money at all? Oh, okay. I look back and hold on. What was the second one? Look back at what now? Uh, Look back at look back at having had very little money at all. Yeah, having having very little money at all. Yeah, I'll go with that one. Having very little money at all for five hundred. All right. All right. Yeah. See, I kind of, um, yeah, I mean, I guess like looking back at large amounts of money wasted, right? At least I'm like, at some point I had some large amount to be wasting to begin with. So that kind of sounds a little uh, luxury. No, I, I know, I know me and I know if I see it, I'm going to get depressed. So I don't want it. <laughs> Once it's gone, it's gone. I don't want to look at that shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> Let me look at what I have right now in my bank account and maybe it, they'll, they'll ease the pain, but I can't look at no money I've wasted. Oh my gosh! <laughs> okay, so let's do uh, let's just do two more. How about that? Okay. Okay. So, cool. All right. So, uh, would you rather slip your bare feet into a very moist pair of old bowling shoes, or walk barefoot in a gas station bathroom? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that is so disgusting. <laughs> right? <laughs> give me, give me them damn bowling shoes. Give me the bowling shoes. <laughs> Give me those, bu- give me those bowling shoes, cause I, I am not trying to walk on shit particles in the bathroom. So the sad thing is, I think I've walked barefoot into a gastric bathroom oh at God, some point in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you know, I'm like, well, you know, I can always wash my feet. You know? <laughs> but that moist feeling in your shoes, like, ugh, that's such oh a God. yucky feeling. That's too funny. But no, but have you seen? But no, no, no. Let's let's rewind it back. <laughs> I'll, give me those, give me those, more, give me those shoes. Because have you seen the restroom floor recently? Gas station at that. I mean, is it like a QT gas station? Or are we talking about like the, the, that funky corner store? That's see, that's what I'm imagining. That funky corner store okay. in the bathroom is separate from the building, and you got to get the key oh. from the cashier. Yeah, or one of them gas stations on the highway between like. You know, BFE and like <laughs> <laughs> and and love 
and the love gas station. Yeah, that. Mm-hmm. One of them gas stations where, you know, it's like they got that the showers in there that's like all funky. <laughs> like a truck stop or something. Yeah. Don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I could take those shoes at that point. But, but if it's a QT <laughs> gas station, them QT gas stations are nice and clean. <laughs> um, all right. So would you rather be caught picking your nose on on the huge screen at a big stadium or be mm-hmm. caught on your first date with someone special? Be caught on my first date with someone special? Uh-huh. Like, be caught picking your nose. Um, I'd rather be caught picking my nose. By the... Because, you know, in the, in the age of 2018, you can go viral. So if I can get, if I can get caught picking my nose and go viral, increase my followers, <laughs> and then I can sell out comedy clubs, that's a win-win! <laughs> That's a win, fucking win. I wouldn't even thought about that. I was more thinking of like, I don't want to be publicly humiliated, but you're like, oh, I'm going to turn this into an opportunity. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Nah, I need that opportunity. Because, you know, comedy clubs, they don't they don't book off a name no more. They look at your followers. Oh, yeah. You know, so social media has changed all this shit. So what I need is I need my <laughs> followers at about 20 or 250,000 and I'm good. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so you don't care if you got caught fucking your nose or not. You're like, as long as I get the followers. <laughs> I mean, because, because it's a natural thing. Who don't pick their nose? Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, you're right. I just, I just so happen to get caught. Yeah. <laughs> see, you know, and part of me was thinking, I was like, well, you know, if it's something that's special to me, I'm like, they're going to see me doing a whole lot of other disgusting things in my life that I'm like, eh, you know, but the big screen, right. but I see your point there. So I definitely respect that. Oh my gosh. Well, thank you very much for picking your nose in public for us. <laughs> no, no, you thank are more you. than welcome, but no, thank you so much for having me on your podcast, man. I look forward to so not only listening to my episodes, but episode, but the other episodes. Yeah, you had definitely, call. definitely. No, I, I mean, and again, I appreciate you just being open and honest and willing to share your story. And, uh, you know, I hope that, you know, people will find this information and, you know, and, and mm-hmm. see themselves in it as well. And, and, and hey, hopefully, you know, um, we get to see your career trajectory and, and all those good things along with it. So, um, so if people become fans, where can they find more information about you and where can they see you live? Um, you can see all upcoming shows at KeelanaSpiller.com. Um, all, all my social media handles, it's the, it's the same, Keelana Spiller. Okay. It's K-E-L-A-N-N-A, Spiller, S-P-I-L-L-E-R. All right. And you are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the all the uh-huh. social media sites? Awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm not on Snap. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. So you can find me there. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again. If you love what I'm doing at In The Outside, feel free to connect with me on social media and share your comments via Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I appreciate hearing your feedback, and if you would like to learn more about In The Outside, check out our website at intheoutsidemedia.com. Don't forget to subscribe and leave reviews wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Talk to you soon.